This person sent me a story called Spooky Stuff That Follows Skip, which caught my eye because my dad's name is Skip, and we're going to read that right now. What's up, glitches? I'm Anti-Matrix, and people send me their weird, unexplainable true stories to this email address, and I share those with you. This is number 256. Let's get weird. I don't know what this picture is to, side note, so just kind of keep that in mind for when I'm reading the story. Hey, Andy. Hi. I have literally watched all of your videos and wait eagerly each day for new ones. Obsession, perhaps. I love it. Buckle up, because I have three of these I am sending. We have many more, but for the sake of length, I will send you the top three. These are all stories regarding my dad. His name is Skip. Legally, my dad's name is not Skip, but people call him Skip. Is that the same for your dad? Or is your dad's name actually Skip? Now for some background on my dad. He is six foot six, large man. We're talking football size, where high school coaches begged him to play, but he was a gentle giant, much like his dad, who was also a gentle giant at six eight. So he really isn't afraid of much. We are indigenous slash Native American, so I feel like spiritually we are more open or aware of the spiritual world, even though we are Christian. My dad has had many things happen to him in his lifetime, ranging from aliens, spirits, to creatures I can only explain as either Bigfoot slash Wolfman slash Mothman. These are those stories. Story one. When my dad was younger, about 14 or 15, my dad and his brother lived on the outskirts of town in Des Moines, Iowa. Side note, I just had to look up if IA was Iowa, and I was right, thank God. (laughs) Being a product of the 50s, there wasn't terribly too much to do besides outdoor activities, and being late at night, there wasn't anything besides a night walk. So the two boys left for a walk down to their high school football field. The field only consisted of open grass and the old wooden stand that announcers used to sit in. They climbed up into the wooden stand and sat talking for a while, and nothing seemed abnormal. After 30 or so minutes, they noticed these lights in the sky, which as it moved closer, hovered above the field for a short while above the clouds. They could make out the lights, but no obvious shape, just its size. At this point, they both decided it's probably best to make their way back. So they climbed down and head down the gravel road back home. Here is where it gets weird, though. They both notice simultaneously that as they take each step, something in the trees is taking steps. They step in unison to ensure they're not just hearing an echo or reverberation from their feet hitting the ground. Step for step, it match the exact steps they were taking, which began to make them uneasy as that would indicate it was intelligent. They sped up to a speed walk and each step kept up with them. They finally broke out in a full sprint and to their dismay, it also kept up with the steps and speed. They reached their home and ran inside, having never found out what followed them that night. But he says he will always remember how exact each step was and how calculated it felt. (laughs) I'm voting alien for that one because they saw the, the lights in the sky and aliens are very intelligent. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't just beam him up, though, and they would be following them, and they wouldn't... I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. What do you guys think about that one? Story number two. Fast forward to the 1970s. My dad is now in the military, and he's young and pretty stupid. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. So come time for the holidays when he requests time off to visit family and is denied, he decides to head home anyway. Now a little information. He is currently stationed somewhere in the mountains in Kentucky and he drives a motorcycle. He decides it's a great idea to head home during a blizzard on a motorbike, hoping to be back that following Monday. He was dumb. He begins his drive and soon realizes the roads are worse than he expected and he is beginning to freeze. He doesn't see an open gas station for a while and is unable to stop to warm up. Soon a semi pulls ahead of him and he decides to trail the semi to use the draft of the truck to pull him along as well as block the cold. He follows it for a few hours as they make their way out of the storm and they reach a T intersection. He watches the semi turn left. He pulls forward to stop and looks both ways. He looks right, looks left, and the semi is not there. At this point, the storm has faded and he could see for a solid mile or two. In a matter of five to ten seconds, it was just him, no semi. He truly felt that semi saved his life in the mountains because without it, he would have run out of gas, frozen. Fact, he hit 
a deer at 70 miles an hour and wrecked his bike a few years later and walked away with a few scrapes. He is one tough cookie. Is that like a guardian angel semi-tractor trailer truck? Story number three. When I was one, my parents went out with four of their friends for a night drive. Apparently, that's what people did back then. It was six people in total, my parents and their four friends. They drove to a part of town very close to the location of the first story, where a bridge sits and rumor has it is haunted by a mom and her baby after she drove off the road on a curb. As it, when you open the window and drive across the bridge, you can hear someone crying. It's called the crying bridge, and I have seen it personally. It was late, probably 1 a.m., and as they drove across the bridge, they realized it was incredibly quiet. For this part of town, you usually hear dogs, farm animals, owls, etc. It isn't ever really super quiet. But this night, it was so incredibly quiet that one of their friends in the backseat made mention of it in passing. My dad, driving, decides to turn the car around to the top of the hill and head back across the bridge on their way back into town. This is a surface B road, dirt mainly, and on either side is a cornfield and then a whole bunch of trees. They make their way across the bridge when my mother in the passenger seat hears some dogs bark to her right, so she looks out the window. In the brush about 10 feet from her are two red eyes. They were glowing. She makes mention to my dad about it, but he jokes and writes it off. That is until the guy in the back seat says, no man, I saw it too. <laughs> so my dad, being the guy who isn't really afraid of things, puts the car in reverse and proceeds to start backing up. <gasps> no. Uh my cat just sneezed and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> As the taillights light up, all six people in the car see a bipedal two-legged creature walk up the ditch, cross from the left side of the road to the right side, and stop in front of the stop sign attached to the bridge. What they said was a figure whose shoulders were the height of the stop sign. All black, red glowing eyes just standing and looking at them. It didn't move. It just stared. My dad tried to keep backing up, but one of the guys in the backseat jumped into the front seat and peed his pants. Oh my god. So they yelled at my dad to drive off. This figure stood there watching them until they couldn't see it anymore. I have asked their friends about this and none of them want to talk about it. I have attached a photo of what the bridge minus the wood exterior and stop sign looked like. It was later torn down. Okay, that was this picture right here. Stop signs are seven feet tall and this figure's shoulder met at the top of the sign. The reflection of the taillights lit up and the outline of the figure, everything else was dark. They estimate this figure was about eight foot tall to eight and a half feet tall. My dad went back during the day at a later time and stood next to the stop sign with his head only hitting the bottom third of the sign. Weird stuff happens every day and I don't believe we are the only ones to exist, but if you think about it, humans are pretty presumptuous to think that we have all the answers or that we are all that exists. Very true. Honestly, we will never really know, but it's pretty cool to hear all these stories from your readers. Thanks so much. Discovery Plus or Travel Channel needs to give you a show, by the way. Oh my God, that's like the next thing I want to do. I have a book that's coming out in like less than a year. And the next thing I really want to do, besides more books, if that book goes well, is I really want to have a show like on Netflix or Discovery Plus or something where we turn these stories into little episodes. Like how cool would that be? If anybody knows anybody in the TV business, please get them in touch with me. That would be super. I wonder what that creature was, by the way. If it was like all black, red eyes, like all I'm thinking about is the hat man, but it can't be a hat man because they didn't say that he had a hat and they would have seen his hat. So was it more of like a, like a Bigfoot or like a, what do you, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think it was? And wait, they didn't hear the baby. They didn't hear the baby on the bridge, but they saw this crazy fucking giant creature. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Short Cast Club.